Welcome to another episode of Leverage Radio. Today we have with us Ranjit Ravindran. He's one of the founders of LockerRoom.in. Um, he's been covering combat sports for nearly seven years and Ranjit started Locker Room in 2019. Um, so welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Thanks a lot for having us. It's, it means a lot, actually, to be invited to the show. No, thanks for coming on, man. We are just... Thanks for coming. Small little outlet ourselves just started this a few <laughs> weeks back. So uh-huh. it's good to have somebody who actually has done kind of similar work. Way more work. Way more work. <laughs> yeah, way more. <laughs> I've been following you guys. You guys have like had some great. What's the scene like right now? How is How are things standing? Uh, like it's, I think everything is going back to be normal. Like. No one yeah. has really cared about this stuff, huh? Just, just we go, we wear the mask. That's the only difference. Oh, really? That's not bad, uh-huh. man. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, have gyms and all tried to open there? No, no, not to my knowledge. Restaurants they have opened, but not the gyms. I know Kerala, like the first thing to open was booze shops, of course. Ah, uh, like we have an application <laughs> and all now. <laughs> We have to make our bookings in the application. Then we have to, we have, we'll get a virtual queue. So we'll have to but go. That's, that's pretty cool. That's position. pretty cool. Uh-huh. They tried that. I mean, I'd rather have that. Did away with it. Uh-huh. Did they? They tried it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried it. You have to get an e-token to uh, get booze. But uh, there were too many people, too many queues. Like they didn't follow it only. Huh, here, like the application actually crashed on the first day. <laughs> then they did, <laughs> they did something. Now it's going smoothly. Apparently. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so let me tell us, man. Um, how did you get into this? Uh, and I'm sure, as a, I mean, I mean, seeing that you're a pro wrestling fan, so I'm sure, like, at least for me, that's what first got me into uh, MMA, etc. Is like I used to watch a lot of pro wrestling. Was it the same for you? Yes, same thing only. MMA, the transition happened through wrestling only. Like, first time I think it caught my eyes due to Brock Lesnar only because obviously he transitioned from wrestling to MMA. Then I think in 2015 or something when Ronda Rousey was like at the top, Hmm. I think that's when I fully transitioned from uh, into following MMA at a time. Okay. Yep. I've been follow- I've I've been uh, checking out your pages and I've checked out your mm-hmm. website also. Man, you have some really good stuff. Uh, you have a locker room uh, uh, for boxing, boxing as well, right? Ha! Huh. So boxing oh. we just started like back in March only. So it's so obviously, mm-hmm. and your fitness also, right? Fitness, yeah. It's also coming back to strides from April only. We started it back in October, but we then just got a huge gap from October to April or something. Then we are slowly building that. Interesting. So that, that, that brings me to my next question. When can we see a locker room grappling? Ha! So as soon as we expand, <laughs> we'll soon figure out that. Because like there's a lot of stuff happening in the grappling scene right now. Like you guys... Uh, announced that fight night, leverage fight night. So yeah, right, that right. was something pretty interesting. And apart from that, there are also other grappling specific tournaments mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that requires, I mean, deserves covering. So I was saying, so do you look after all social media and the uh, uh, website yourself or do you have a team working with you? 
No, no. It's basically, we just have a three, four people team right now. And okay. social media content, everything goes through me only. I handle all the stuff. Uh, then uh, there's my friend, Shankar. He's my colleague, right? And he's also one of the founders. So he managed okay. all the tech stuff, like the website work, website tech stuff, the monthly payments we have to do for our mail service channel. So he does all this. Then my brother is there. He does, if we want to make any video or photos or something, we go to him. Like my brother takes photos. <laughs> and so. so then we okay. have another friend awesome. who we are trying to push. Now he speaks so well, like he has a lot of knowledge in writing. So we are trying to push him to become like, a video presenter for us. Oh, nice. Uh, so, like, let's get straight into it. Um, mm-hmm. so what is happening, except for MFN? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, MFN looks after the fighters. Uh, what is the current scenario with MMA in uh, in this country? Uh, any promotions that you think are doing a good job and have legitimate fighters? I know about X1 MMA as well. <clears throat> Uh, Krimale runs it, right? Um, mm-hmm. But anything else that you have come across that the general public does not know of as yet? Okay, so I think the number of MA promotions have like increased in the past two or three years. The, the, there have been a lot of promotions. Uh, apart mm-hmm. from X1, I think uh, there was Underground Five Nights, which put together like four or five events on in 2019. Right. Uh, that's one. Then Brave came here. You, you probably know that. Yes, Brave yes, came yes. here for Hyderabad event. Uh, then there is Warrior Fighting Championship, which is based out of Kolko. So they put, fight- together couple, uh, um, they put together a couple of. There's Kumite also, I believe. Uh, ha, Kumite only they came like 2018 or 17. Hmm. So there are like. Okay. This is from top of my head. There are many other yeah. promotions also. And a super fight league still hmm. exist? Um, apparently, yes. Like, I'm not sure if they have any plans to come back, but I thought super fight league transformed into MFN or something like that. No, I don't. No, not at all. It's uh, from my understanding, it has a couple of people who are who have been working who switched over. But I, but I think super fight league was bought over. Although the CEO changed, and it was. Um, um, the guy who manages uh, Amir Khan, what's his name? Um, Bill Dasanjya. Bill, yeah, he he became correct. If I'm not uh-huh. mistaken. So I think he still and runs the whole thing. Yeah. So it is still. I mean, it's still the promotion that's functioning. It's I'm still a promotion. Hopefully, they'll come back with some fight. Okay, so interesting. So interesting. of these um, of these promotions, obviously, like MFN is possibly uh, further ahead than some of them because of the financial backing. Yeah. Yes, I guess. Like, yeah. No, you would know better. I mean, so what is, uh, <clears throat> I know, I know I see, think, so yeah, we had from our gym, we had Mayan Kohli in the MFN three and I know they did yes. an incredible job looking after ah. the fighters. So I have nothing but good so things the to say. The production about. value is also very high when it comes to MFN. Like they have some good production value, and I, from the fighters also, I have I have heard that they take care of the fighters very well. So they those do, yes. are like yes, they do. great things, and they are getting paid very very well as uh, well as well. If I am right, like I heard from a few people that they are getting very good pay. Yeah, so, so they are looked after with pay also. Huh. Correct. 
Uh, that brings me to my follow-up question. Um, as a martial artist myself, um, there are very few fighters who I would actually say are legitimate or, or are actual fighters in our country. Um, unfortunately, it's still fresh and still new. But there are a few mm-hmm. names coming up. But the names I keep seeing over and over again are the types of uh, is your Jason Solomon, is your uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pawan Man, is your Pawan Man's not bad. He's gotten better over the years. Uh-huh. I've been watching him closely. Uh, but uh, is there, I mean, what are your thoughts on the talent, the actual MMA talent in terms of skill level and legitimacy? It's increasing. Like, we have a lot of Mayan, for example. I saw his fight with Karu. Like, it was Punisitli Karu. Like, it was so good. He's like, I think the generation of MMA fighters that we see now are specializing in MMA. Like, they have, it's not like they are just training from one base and then coming and training into MMA. They have been like focusing on MMA from the start itself. So, I think it's benefiting for them. And I think it will increase the overall quality of the sport in the country as we go along. Right. Uh, again, I think Puneji has also been training um, huh. abroad, if I'm not mistaken. He's yes. been training outside the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's again, it's only a handful that we've been able to come up with and name. Um, but there are some names out there that are still fighting and... Uh, they just should not be, in my personal opinion. <laughs> what do you think, Mohit? Is there anybody who stands out for you? I know Anshul Jubli is a new talent and he's really, really looking good. Uh, um, but who is he? Who do we see him fighting next? Ranjit, what's your opinion You're on that? Who do you me. think he's going to fight okay, next? I think, yeah, yeah. think, think they're leaning towards the Jason versus Sanchil fight. Oh, I no. Think from oh, the build-up no. that has been happening, I think it, it could be Anshul versus Jason. Then Anshul versus Srikan, obviously. Maybe. Who do you think takes that one, Shrikanth versus uh, Anshul? I don't think I should take a pick right now. Like, since we <laughs> More with you? <laughs> More with you? Um, <laughs> I honestly, I think uh, Anshul's skill set will be too much for uh, Jason. Like, one guy's no, no, not even discussing Jason. I'm not even discussing uh, Jason. I'm discussing Shrikanth Shekhar. Uh, versus? Anshul. Yeah, he just said. Okay, I know no. Anshul no, versus uh, Jason is not going to be a close contest. But even Shrikant versus uh, Jason was like being talked about on uh, social media. Like there's a bunch of names, I guess. I think even Gaurav Gulia was called out <laughs> by uh, Jason. So Gaurav, he, by whom? I think Gulia. by Jason. Gulia yeah, 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 yeah. fight for the longest time. I know, I know. It's really funny. Like I hope that's the one. That I met, I met Gulia. I, I met Gulia backstage at MFN3 and I think he abused Jason Solomon for about four minutes non-stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, I know Gorgulia would love to fight Jason, but I don't think that uh, that fight's going to really happen. Yeah. I think they gave him a chance. Like, uh, I think the Nigilbert fight, I think uh, uh, someone said that also. Like, if he had won that Nigilbert fight, he might have got a shot at Jason, but that did not happen. So, but right. we never know. We'll see. Right. I think. I think. I agree. I think he would have. Got, if he wanted MFN three, I, for sure he would have got that fight. Huh, because he would have pushed his case. Like he would have put his. For name sure, on. he had a case. Now, hmm. now it's a little tough. Uh, 
especially the the I remember watching the fight he had and it was it was not fun to watch. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was I ringless. Thought, he came back after a long gap, like Nigelbert fight only if you're uh, if I'm right. He was also caught. Yes, yes, yes. He was also cutting uh-huh. about. 15 kilos, if I'm not mistaken. God damn. So, I think he came days. back after like long gap. Long, long gap. So, maybe that. Not sure. I love Golia, man. But he's he's getting on in age and he should not be cutting that kind of weight anymore. Definitely not. Um, that's a lot of weight, man. He was cutting a lot of weight. Um, so, um, yeah, man. Uh, Ranjit, with uh, Locker Room, what's your... Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys started off in 2019. Um, mm-hmm. And I and before that, uh, you, I believe you're an engineer, right? Yes. By, yes. So are, are you I still have a doing any... Job. Uh, so you are doing engineering uh, or you are working currently on... Work? Yeah, I have a full-time job which takes about like eight to nine hours of my daily time. Ah, so, so we over and above that you're doing this. Yes, so we are handling yeah, all the locker room stuff. Yeah, with the remaining time. So have you? Um, are you take, gonna take out after COVID is done? Gonna take out time to go train as well? I uh, I trained actually. For, like I have some kickboxing. I trained for six seven months. Then I cannot. Call it jiu-jitsu. I, I knew it was judo. <laughs> <laughs> judo, some judo throws, and the basic arm lock stuff and all. So I had that for four six months. So that's basically the training. So after after lockdown, maybe I'm not sure. Like if I get some time. Yes. Yeah, time is uh, of essence. Ha. And um, yes. so, so what the USP of uh, locker room is. All combat sports under one uh, roof, yeah? Yes, basically Indian combat sports. We Indian just combat. wanted to focus on the Indian combat sports, yes, mostly. And uh, what's your motivation for doing this? Like, you know, me personally, I'll give you an example. Um, before mm-hmm. we had this podcast, um, Ashwin and I recently were doing some research online. And, you know, it's very hard to, for instance, find fights from all these different organizations uh, online. There's no compendium of information. I think we spoke about this in the last one. So, um, I mean, what's your opinion on that? That why is there no existing uh, infrastructure for this? Exactly. Like uh, when, like before locker room, I had another project which was similar. So in 2016, something. So when I started out also, like there was a gap, like, There was an MMA scene here. There was, uh, what do you say? There was a scene here, but we did not have that focus. We did not have me- media picking up the fighter courts. We did not have media picking up the fights happening. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there was a gap. So like, try to fill in that gap. We just, what do you say? Like we tried to give the fighters a platform or exposure or we just tried to put a bit more light into the Indian MMA scene. So that's, that was basically the motivation. It was a bit hard. Like you said, like it was a bit hard during the, during the start. Like we did not have the resources like to research also. Only mm-hmm. thing we had was like YouTube. And I remember watching, like binge watching the SFL challenges. Like I used mm-hmm. to binge watch the <laughs> binge show to get an idea <laughs> of like the whole thing. And there's also like some other channel called uh, Jim Vass, like where 
yeah gym All was yeah ha so it's fun there are a lot of fights there with the bharat kandare and all today i was watching that kandare fighting so, in the sba challengers is basically like the ultimate haan. fighter ultimate fighter yes same right uh, it was it was tough to watch sometimes yes like they had, like there was some what you say reality television additions to that basically yes yeah. yes yes, yes, yes. yeah they took it but i understand that you have to do what you have to do no you have yeah. to do it i mean to get people to watch nobody wants huh. to watch just but people cutting so, weight and fights uh, so one of the things that um, you know is good about what you're doing and uh, is the fact that you know when people get interested in fights um, it's because mm-hmm. they're interested in the fighters yes you know it's but not like, simply <clears throat> just the fight ha huh. like people should be familiar with the fighter if they have to tune to the fight like randomly unless you are like following the sport that much you won't randomly tune into any fight right yeah so right. basically and there I, needs to be a familiarity yeah. like familiar with the fighter and, the story the background yeah i have noticed that i mean uh, like you can say what you will about jason solomon um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day he does what he has to do to make people watch him right yeah he sells he, you can call you can you can call him a budget corner but thing is these people are interesting whether good interesting or bad interesting these guys are interesting i think at the end of the day and you want to see what these idiots are up to now uh no matter what they do and i think that's what's keeping these guys relevant and it's it's, it's um it's it's very interesting um you look on mcgregor but conor mcgregor on the other hand can really really back that shit up and he can really really walk to walk uh now talking about trash talk um i what is your scene with paul hemer what is this i'm hearing about you ha, being so basically i think uh, when i was writing on pro wrestling uh back in 2000 he tweeted out one of my articles saying that like thank you thank you for something and that tweet kind of made my like it motivated so much like it made every made everything worth it right ha like That's i was writing 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 and then one day he tweets out he also mentioned my name if i am right and yeah. just like oh oh wow so it, it is actually worth it so that's the for him and i mean he has managed to be if we go to protest again he's one of the huh. probably the best promoter i've seen in a while yes. same i share that feeling because someone who had who a bingo hall like ha huh. is eric bischoff and there's paul bearer that's all i can think of vince mcmahon like yeah. wwe like man is wrong ha 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 is up there. but yeah i mean the only other names i can think of like who really really hate would be eric bischoff and paul bearer uh-huh. correct paul bearer i think he was a manager of undertaker, undertaker and kane yeah. ha 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 have yeah. you guys seen the undertaker documentary the last ride i have not no no i i it came in suggestion like is it any good i mean if you are a fan of the guy it's definitely worth a watch um because you see like i mean who is it a fan I'm just saying I mean the three of us are clearly fans of the undertaker fair enough and um 
just to see like the end of his career you look and they obviously go through all of his uh, greatest achievements and his matches with like Shawn Michaels for instance instant classics right uh, mm-hmm. but it, it's good like you see him struggle with he, getting he, old man he, he retired michaels yeah i believe yes yes okay I mean, I he they is. Are overusing him, like they are bringing back Undertaker so many times. Like he's so old. <laughs> Dude, like, did you guys? We have an image of him, and they are doing that. Like, it's so sad to. See. <laughs> But from what I can remember, he was always not around, and then he was suddenly around. Ha! Huh. At least it, it yeah. was like health issues only. Like he had some health issues, like injuries, his leg was like blown up or something. So I think all the gap that he took was to recover and something, and then they are still pushing him. So I mean, that's ridiculous. How come uh, there was uh, pro wrestling never really picked up in this country, man? Did it? Yeah, it's actually very huge. Like in terms is of it? numbers, the fan base is massive. Oh, no, no, it's Indian. In, uh, no, I meant Indian pro wrestling. I know the fan base okay. is massive, and the Hindi commentary uh-huh, and all that, uh-huh. especially. So there's that But great Kali Indian pro wrestlers. Right. The great Kali has his Haan, wrestling no. championship. Uh, you know, I recently promotion. noticed that his name is the Great Kali. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh-huh. The Great Kali. It's pronounced differently. It's the the Great Empty. That's that's. No, I mean, it's Kali, I don't know not if that's Kali. ironic. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was one A. But uh, I'm pretty sure it was pronounced. Ranjit, getting back to it, like he—that's <laughs> the only promotion. That's the only promotion that I've ever seen like banners or hoardings for. You know, so uh-huh. I think he, in his hometown he has one like a uh, big uh, hall and all where he hosts events. I think there is one more another thing, Russell Square. I heard that they are good, Russell Square. You can just check them out. <laughs> uh, long back, I heard. To check. Uh-huh. Um. Interesting. You think that But, there would um, be more, you know, because so, like just the amount of fans that there are here, and uh, the amount that people really watch wrestling. I mean, it's now been decades, man. People, it's still on TV, and people are still watching it now. I, I guess. Uh, I mean, if you put the same characters that I grew up watching back on WWE today, I would watch it. Without think thinking twice, changed a lot. Like over the years, like they adapted, they changed. But if I I can't get through an episode of let's say Raw today, huh. it's it's also become so lengthy. Like it's three hours, so we have to take up three. It's like too hard, right? Every week we have to take up three hours to watch. So show basically, the show bullshit. might not live up to the ex- expectation as well. Yeah, but you know, yeah, as kids, we could do so, that for yeah. pay per views. For pay-per-views, I mean, we were like, okay, four and a half hours, huh, no problem. I'll huh. sit and watch. There's no problem. I'm going to wait till the Royal Rumble happens, and I'm going to sit huh. quietly. Yes. But now I can't even get through a pay-per-view. <laughs> now I think the pay-per-views are seven, six or seven. Like, <laughs> they have added the pre-show, post-show, everything like. Yeah, but like you could you could sit through like five hours of fights. Like, huh. I, I remember the so, last what? Amanda Nunes card. I got up somehow, managed to watch. The preliminaries, the pre-fights, and the main card from like five in the morning till you know eleven, and managed to make it through that. But I couldn't sit through more than a, I don't know half an hour, forty minutes of just like non-stop slow-paced 
wrestling whatever is <laughs> happening on tv like i you know you just want to see the car crashes the table spots and stuff like that but not uh, yeah okay man i can't get invested in this story again like <laughs> it's cool though it's still so like something they've managed to continue with for fucking 30 years i can't believe it like they keep finding new people to like okay let's go let's watch this let's do this uh, it's nice but yeah i mean but but the people are still watching it they're still keeping people glued some but have like the numbers dropped over the years i'm sure ranjit have the numbers dropped over the years do you think that compared uh, to let's say the India, attitude era yeah i think in the us maybe but india i think it's growing now like probably oh. from what i know it's shit it was growing like 2 years back now also i think it would be growing damn dude but uh, i think there's a lot so of transition to mma right like a lot of people uh-huh. are actually watching this shit and thinking like man there's got to be like people doing it actually also yeah. so, mma because it's on tv also now like every other sunday um from like 8 am to 11 there's nothing else as exciting happening so huh. i think it's been uh, pushing a lot of people towards mixed martial arts and jiu jitsu and kickboxing and stuff yeah like good also it's a good time to so like what are your thoughts out. again like like, like i had mentioned about these guys self promoting themselves like you had you had a cm punk coming over to mma mm-hmm. Uh, you had Bobby Lashley, you had Batista, but nobody talks about Batista and Bobby Lashley. Why are people? Uh, I'm actually surprised. Like they, they do not. I think Bobby Lashley is a college level wrestler or something. But yes, yes, yes. Obviously, he started training very late, and obviously, it's very hard to make it once you like that age passes and you train. Then you come in with all those injuries that you picked up in pro wrestling. It's a bit hard. CM Punk then became the whole know what happened. Yeah. He really bechara crashed and burned there. Yep. Two fights only he had, right? Like yeah, two fights he had. He had two, two or one. In in all fairness he had one, some bad one, matchups. One no two 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 two. Did two. he have okay. the second two. one? Okay. I don't remember. Yep. That. He did. Ha, huh, yeah, yeah, Mike Jackson. Mike Jackson. Yes. He, he had a yeah, he got fight with destroyed. Yeah, I think so. You got beat up, um, right? But tell me something. Do you have? I mean, right now, locker room in. I know it's. You guys are legit. Like you don't. I don't see uh, much competition now. But um, have you also been noticing that uh, MMA media in the country has been picking up suddenly? And this is a trend I've been noticing after MFN started. I think. Hmm. Probably like there are many pages coming. I'm like they're doing good work also. Like the more the better. Like. that is exactly exposures yeah there's the mma cafe show there ah. is um, fight makina fight makina there is fight makina uh, i think it's he's a good friend of mine sports kid right again i think that's a common thing you guys have right yes yes like so now we're talking I about mean, uh, the person behind my uh, fight makina uh not mention <laughs> any names <laughs> but is that how you guys got in touch no like uh bray was the first time that i met him like uh he apparently knew me i also had seen his name uh in twitter and all so we immediately clicked off like we were both from 
I'm not sure. Like, am, am I supposed to? Swear I think. I think if you start giving details, everybody will know. Like, <laughs> I think either we switch the topic or we just let it roll. <laughs> or let's go to sports kida. The sports kida have an M- big MMA. Um, I mean, uh, they don't. Do they have an MMA page? They do. They do have MMA. MMA. I, I think they are doing some good content also. Like, I'm not exactly sure. Like, what's the scene currently? But mm-hmm. they do have an MMA page. Who runs these pages, man? Uh, and Sportskeda, I think they are well funded now. Now they have. They are right. They have like three hundred thousand followers. Huge team. Huge hmm. team. And how like they have? How how do you get to that level? Like, let's say, what is so? You guys are now at um, how many followers you have on? Close to three k um, Instagram. Close to three k. Yeah, close. So how 3K. do you scale up to that? Are these organic? I mean, I'm guessing they're not organic. I'm sure uh, they will be organic. But how do you scale yourself up to that level? Because I see you guys doing similar work. Mm-hmm. But what are your plans now with this page? And uh, would you like to be like a sports kida, or would you like to differentiate from how they do their work? What's the difference? Differentiate as in we'll uh, we basically just want to focus uh, focus on combat sports and fitness. That's the only differentiation. Then followers like. We basically give a bit more importance to the engagement part. Like, mm-hmm. even if we have like 100k, 200k, if your comments I put a post matter. and people are not reacting or it's not evoking any reaction, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right. So that makes sense. That's something that we have focused on. And if a post we put a post and it doesn't work, we try to figure out like why it's not working and what what went wrong. So that's how we are going through. And for us, it it's naturally going like it's not we are pushing something or we have a target of followers or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like the sport is doing the followers are also so it's a natural post we have not given much focus into the follower part as of just engagement that makes sense man we haven't looked at it that way um but uh, yeah i think sports gear does similar stuff uh, because every, most of the things they post are will get people talking i think and again, I mean, um, that's media for you, isn't it? Um, we could use some advice, man, on what we are doing right and what we are doing wrong. Because we have just started, we're starting a tournament right now. As a, as a media person or as somebody who has been involved in numerous events, um, what would you see, what would you like to be different for... Uh, the event we are running. So I'll just give you a brief of what, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what we're doing. Um, We're planning an eight man tournament with a cash price at the end, which goes only to the winner. Um, We're also giving them a sponsorship with 411 Fightwear. But we're only offering the winner an an award. And um, at the moment, it's going to be a closed event. Um, But what would you like to see us do different that you don't see in some of these major promotions? Tell the story, like tell the story. You have eight eight fighters, if I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell their stories. Like I'm pretty sure that they'll have some great stories. And I oh, yeah. I think you, you're doing that with the podcast also, but put out some videos. Like <clears throat> if you put out some videos, some interesting stories and get the people and I mean familiarized with the eight fighters that you have first. Mm, that makes then sense. you reveal the bracket. 
then you reveal the possibilities then you push the whole thing like the fight is happening we have the sponsorship here mm-hmm. we have everything for the fighter so i think the basic idea would be to tell the story of the eight people that you have and familiarize them with whatever followers you have so maybe a way like, to do it then is like okay so you're absolutely right i agree with you and that's what we were talking about that the fight is sold on the fighters you know like if you're interested in watching mm-hmm. them um so you're right with the podcast that's what we're doing we're trying to get the guys on talk a little bit about why who what how and the video clips are also coming we just uh were compiling everything yeah i story. saw the last video yeah <laughs> yeah the deagle one so uh yes yes stuff is moving around that direction but that's a good idea what we can do is i mean take no, what we have been working on th- the last week and a half is vlogs with uh, with each fighter yeah um so that and is our obviously our but what i was step. saying was let's do we we release like the bracket so you know who's fighting who and then mm-hmm. get there like okay so your first match is against this guy what do you think yes. you know so just uh stuff like that just get the you know excitement a little bit it, uh, yeah yes and up. also one thing you need not like focus on the mainstream audience also you just need to focus on we have a core what do you say uh, a niche group yes we have a niche audience yeah we have an audience also like the grappling community itself it's a bit big for our sense like it's a big yeah huh. you just need to present to them you need not present to everyone out there right you you have the interest of and the best thing that you have in your hand is that they are knowledgeable they are knowledgeable about the sport, the audience that you have hmm they know exactly the so you can put in some technical stuff also it, it doesn't matter it just adds to the story mm-hmm. that's how we differentiate from i think uh, different or mmm mmm media would uh, at times even in mma the crowd is very knowledgeable uh, but there is an aspect to mma the, the mma crowd which is not as knowledgeable as we want them but i think in bjj uh, the majority is quite knowledgeable so yeah that's a good point that we can that's how we differentiate um, in our branding um, but yeah i, I like more side uh, put the <laughs> put the brackets out and then have them talk shit to each other no i mean that's the thing man we can't get these guys to talk shit to each other everyone's trying nice. to get them to talk shit everyone's they all too nice oh they're great they're great yeah he'll beat me maybe i might beat i know come on are they must start making things up now <laughs> just call them in the middle of the night and tell them usne ye bola tere bare mein right uh, ranjit are you at all familiar with any of the guys who are competing in this tournament no i saw a few names but uh, debojit i think i saw a name then uh, ashwin who ashwin you are also fighting him remember no, no i'm not fighting so i it would be a little cheating if i started competing <laughs> in the tournament <laughs> uh but no i'm organizing it so more than i are organizing it with the organizers um okay cool but yeah so from our be, gym we have to be in delhi yes yeah okay cool cool so who so are event, who are fighting from your gym like various so we have this guy called uh, Sean Loyal um uh-huh. and and a boy called Arnavela Wadi uh, they both uh, blue belts and they both medal not very long into training yeah 
for two, three years. Yeah, they haven't been training very long. They both medal at ADCC. Um, but so yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to not put them out there against blue belts from a different <laughs> gym. Um, unfortunately, we only have blue belts to roll with each other. So <laughs> we have to work with that. But so they're very I think IJJ uh, Bangalore is coming. Uh, which which are the other, are the gyms cross train? There is there's cross train from Delhi. There's uh, Alpha Omega Combat Academy, huh. oh. Combat Sports Kolkata. Uh, in Kolkata, which is Shiba. Uh, and then there is um, Koi Combat Koi Combat Academy. Academy. Huh, one, Vishal. Yeah, there's yes, Vishal Cycles. Uh one big in from that gym is coming uh-huh. in. So yeah, um they they we have variety, which is what <laughs> we were looking at. So our and, vision for yeah. the so our vision for the thing is like we start with this tournament with like eight guys and maybe next mm-hmm. time round um have sixteen guys all from different teams, all from different gyms. So, you know, you up the ante a little bit. Um, maybe if they're not all from different gyms, like a couple of different teams. Uh, so, that I think uh, there's a place for this as well, man. Um, people are yes, surely, sure. looking for a professional environment for all these combat sports, for all martial arts. Um, have you, are you at all familiar with like the other martial arts in India? And like, how is it in your locality? Um, martial arts schools and stuff Here, like that. I think it's karate. Like uh, we have not grown beyond that. Mostly stuck there. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 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 Boxing is picking up. Kickboxing is picking up. Uh, Then Muay Thai. I think uh, a new gym was started here near to my house. It's it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So it's slowly picking. But mostly, if you ask someone. The only martial arts they know, it's probably karate. So sad. <laughs> I think yeah, that's so sad, man. Come down on. factor in general. Like a perception <laughs> of anybody over 30 about martial arts is, you know, guys in a park doing high school. It's just this. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, so that, that reputation of martial arts is being changed uh, in India as we speak. But um, like it's happened in the West now, clearly, like everybody trains, specializes mixed martial arts training here. There's still a lot of like reluctance to let go of the old, whatever it was, you know, I can't understand why all academies are not learning how to do some boxing, some kickboxing, some grappling and be like, okay, this is the only thing. (laughs) But but, uh, another question I got for you, man, which has been playing on my mind for a couple of days is, uh, we are struggling to bring eyes on this tournament. I mean, and on uh, basically on grappling. Uh, so I need some advice here. How would you go about it? Uh, again, you said, don't worry about uh, getting the uneducated eyeballs. Uh, eyeballs, but we'll focus on the guys who know the sport. The core audience that you have. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, we are really struggling to like get people excited about grappling. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, I just can't figure it out right now. Okay. So okay. what so would you, I, I'm a bit, a bit blindsided by that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Welcome um, to our life. Mohit. <laughs> Mohit, what about you, man? Uh, what do you think we could do different? He mentioned again, um, targeting our, I mean, the guys we have been so far. Uh, 
um, so, so again the again, people who will come trash talk would be a big this thing not it, only trash exactly. talk but but also the fact that stories also the fact that you are talking to people who um, you know like you have to build people up you have to bring them to the dance you have to like you know ha- have them tell their story otherwise it's pointless like <clears throat> you just like apna hi kare ja rahe ho apna hi kare ja rahe ho apna hi kare ja rahe ho uh ranjit yeah have you been yes, watching like, have you watched uh, uh polaris which is another fight bjj promotion then you have uh, a, a lot of stuff flow grappling has been doing ha uh, chels on and had something right uh, submission underground chels submission underground ha 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 no i randomly watched like some youtube clips only Not, have you heard of flow, flow, like flow grappling flow grappling yes But you, the thing is think, like i don't sit and watch grappling like i watch mma because like of course because you don't then huh. yeah 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 but uh, do you think that uh, flow sports in general would be you think locker room would be interested in doing going down that uh, alley in the future yes we have some stuff working on the tech side so, so i mentioned shangar like he's working on some, some cool stuff so yes why not maybe <laughs> Uh, this is Shankar. So is again, your web designer and everything. Friend, huh? Everything tech. He does the tech stuff. Yes. Yeah. So you want awesome. to get into all the uh, niche sports, or not all the niche sports, but of course, looking to get into some niche sports and uh, provide a. I mean, if you look at flow flow sports, what do you think flow sports does? They do exactly. They do similar stuff. They do. Um, they have their flow wrestling. They have flow grappling. Mm-hmm. they have um uh, uh racing they have track they have cycling they have again different different sports they cover they have competitive fitness like crossfit and everything um mm. they have flow combat also so it's it's very interesting to see that and i would i would hope that one of our guys and that's you would go down the sally that would be pretty cool yeah like when we expand surely like you've considered you've considered it <laughs> yes yeah it's already in consideration and we are trying to expand also so hopefully so that's um, okay awesome uh, one of the hardest things in content creation and publication mm-hmm. is uh, revenue generation right <laughs> it's basically what you have to figure out a way to get that cash flow in from monetizing mm. basically to get that cash flow in so um when you started what was the struggle uh, to go out to you know advertisers or wherever like uh, how was that for you guys so we personally have like from our side we have not reached out to anyone as of now like okay. so we have we monetized our website like with adsense that is one okay. thing and that's only revenue generation part that we have done our, from our side as of now okay because we are taking it slow we have some stuff that stuff that we could monetize in the future but we are currently building it slowly and we are putting it out so that's the reason why we have not gone out ourselves people have have come to us with some association mm. so we have taken up that ourselves we have not gone out so far so only revenue i think the thing that we did from our side was monetizing our website so the traffic comes the clicks come the revenue comes right interesting so 
I mean, yeah, which is, I mean, why I'm sure you have to work a full-time job right now because um, it's difficult to monetize these things, correct? If I mean, I'm sure if you could make some money on it, but um, again, it's it's not easy, I'd imagine. Yes, full-fledged, I think, will take some time. Yeah. But that's your long-term vision that uh, yes. fully on locker long-term. room, immersed in, locked in. Uh, no yes. other <laughs> so, uh, so who are your yes. favorite uh, MMA uh, journalists? There's obviously Ariel Helwani. Um, huh, like, <laughs> so like almost ninety percentage of the ninety percentage of that stuff comes from. There was this guy called uh, Sean. I'm not sure if I'm uh, pronouncing his name correctly. Sean Al Shat, like. I don't Shati 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 I think I know what you're talking about S-E-A-N yes S-E-A-N-A-L uh, MMA fighting right 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 MMA fighting so yeah, yeah. he has some great stories like look, his long form articles used to be like excellent he has a story right. on Nadia's Jose Aldo <laughs> uh, like super stuff like awesome stuff damn it's like not like short reads. It won't end in like three, four minutes. You have to sit and read, but it's good stuff. Sean or Shati, yeah, I found him. Yes. Yeah, MF Fighting. MF Fighting's got some, they've got some uh, good, they've got a good I, team. I yeah. don't think he's still with them, but his articles when he was there, like they were top class. Then I think Karim Sidhan is there. Like, Karim, uh, yes, he does some investigative stuff, like on the Russian <laughs> thing. Ha, those are like super. Yeah, that's the again eyeball. That's interesting stuff. Uh-huh. I'd watch that. So um, Ariel Helwani also talks about it. He's like, uh, you know, when I started covering MMA, there was basically like no MMA. It was just <laughs> a big bunch of chaos going on, uh, you know, in cage fights. And it's reformed to the industry that it's become today. So I, I guess like it takes every, you know, different bit of, uh, a person hmm. putting in their effort like you are doing with so one of the problems that uh, constantly plague martial arts is or, or, or MMA rather is educating the market and hmm. it's one of the hardest things to do which is the challenge you've taken up so do you do any other workshops, I mean, anything like that apart from just running <coughs> locker room uh, to promote martial arts nothing has been done from our side as of now. We just put out the content and push the content. Yeah, that's about it. Do any academies reach out to you for promotion and stuff like that? Certain academies reach out. And like, uh, we just share, like we share whatever it's shareable and we share whatever we feel that it's useful. So we share. But, um, Again, you can you guys can be a very useful tool for a lot of these small time academies that uh-huh. are struggling to get their social media going. So, uh-huh. especially, I mean, uh, some if I were to think of MMA gyms, I can name like three, hmm. not many I can think of. So, I mean, yeah, thanks for that. I mean, you guys really help with that stuff. So and we are also little academies. Fresh. Please help us also. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've actually come across your name so many times. Like, 
we used to report on that uh, the south indian jiu-jitsu championship right i think yeah 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 sjj you guys yes. won a lot of medals there then adcc yes. came last year and this year also you guys got a lot of medals so i kept various go oh various okay <laughs> <laughs> no but it's good to finally put a face to uh, to locker room as well and get into this yeah. introduced to you so i'm basically this i think is the first time like i'm coming out basically a shy person so i'm trying to break out of that boom oh, boom yes <laughs> exclusive interview <laughs> exclusive this will be the video clip for your podcast uh, buddy yes <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> no, awesome so you, so you were saying um that uh, you're a little bit shy ha huh. No, but it's. I mean, most people don't <laughs> for know who Andy Stages, so it's nice. Yeah, yeah. For a media no, person, you'd be surprised. A lot of people want to stay anonymous. Yeah, uh, that's true. Like your friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our, our friend, yes. Our friend, our friend. Our friend, Mohit. Come on. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, fight machine again. Uh, there are a lot of pages that that nobody actually comes out and speaks, and I think. like some of these journalists have like amazing personalities you have a good one ariel halwani the goat and that character from his fighting basically so he just good transition from his side good transition brilliant transition brilliant i'm watching him and his solo uh, rants which he goes on and very very entertaining chalo uh, ranjit thanks for coming on man yeah. we will end this here cheers cheers um, Cheers, bro. Yeah. We appreciate Thanks it. Thanks, thank you so much. Yeah. Take care, Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Prakash. See yeah. you. See Bye. you. Bye. Bye.